Welcome to Potatoes and Sriracha. That's right, Potatoes and Sriracha. This is a podcast about establishing and running your own business as a new entrepreneur. On each and every episode, we take the time to dive into issues and challenges that we have faced as brand new entrepreneurs. Things that are emotional, mental, spiritual, personal, that can help you succeed as a brand new business owner. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of Potatoes and Sriracha. I am your co-host, Paula Ching, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Dr. Danielle McDonald. And uh, yo, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? Exactly. And uh, so today uh, we wanted to just hop right in. And um, first of all, happy, happy new year to everybody. Happy new year. Um, Hope your resolutions are solid still. I hope that your goals are on point. I hope that you're performing at a high, high standard. Um, And above all, I just continue to give you encouragement and everything um, that you're pursuing. So today we wanted to discuss a an important topic to us and the stuff that we've been doing in our business um, on our personal level as well that uh, is what's going to be able to catapult us into this year 2020 to be able to succeed and win the way we want to win. So the fact of the matter is this if you want to win you have to start doing what winners do. And so what that means for us has is that like from the year 2019, we started to develop a lot of habits. Habits such as personal development, habits such as journaling, habits such as meditation, habits such as going to sleep at a certain hour, waking up at a certain hour, habits such as dedicating ourselves to working out, different things. Um, And just being able to build up this consistency of habits and habit building. And the reason why is because the very first thing we have to understand is before you can master anything, you have to be able to master yourself. And that's what the winners do. That's what the top 1% does. That's what stellar six, seven figure business owners do. They've been able to master themselves. That way they can master their business. The other side of that is if you're not able to master yourself, If you're not able to master your business, then your business is going to master you. Then your business is going to run you. Then your life is going to run you. Then you're going to go from an intentional kind of life to a reactionary kind of life. And so the biggest thing, even with like learning to do what the winners do is first understanding and studying how they function, how they work. And for me personally, it came in the form of really studying Eric Thomas and Eric Thomas Associates over the latter half of 2019. And that meant like, you know, when I got in the car in the morning, I would turn on you know YouTube or podcasts and I'd listen to what they're talking about, what they're doing, kind of set up that every single day the tone was, no matter what, I'm going to get after it because there is no excuse. There is no option but to get after it. And that's the thing. Winners, they do not give an excuse. Winners don't say or they don't blame other people for their mistakes or for their failures, right? And I think that's what tends to hit a lot of us, um, per se, like as business owners or as entrepreneurs or people that 
have ideas they want to start or even like students where we're not at a place where we can fully own who we are therefore that means we can we can obviously because everybody embraces the wins everybody you know you win you're like yeah, yeah, yeah i did it this isn't that but not everybody embraces their failures not everybody embraces their mistake it's actually human nature to automatically blame somebody else <laughs> it's actually human nature to automatically place the reason for your failure on something else sure and that's not what the winners do so for me on a personal level, while listening to Eric Thomas, while listening to all that personal development, I had to start to learn how to fully embrace every mistake I made, every failure I've had, and take complete responsibility. Not just personal, but professionally. In the business, right? We've had moments where I <clears throat> may have done something and something like did not get finished. And I fully understand that it's because of the choices that I made. And I have to fully straight up say, no, that's on me. And Danielle's had those moments where she's like, you know, like, I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. And that didn't work out. And that's on her. That's something that we as business owners had to learn to start doing. We had to learn how to start embracing because that's the only way that we can win. What do you think about that? You have any thoughts? Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, I feel like if you're living in like, <clears throat> you're living in that constant state of, not taking responsibility like i was reading in seven healthy habits of effective people yes, i don't yes. remember what it's called something something along those lines but he was saying um, the author was saying responsibility is basically having the ability to respond to what's going on in in your situation if you're being this reactive person in which, uh, which means like whatever happens, you're blaming the situation. You're blaming this person for things not going right. Or you're blaming the fact that you didn't get enough sleep in the, uh, sleep last night, why things aren't going right. You can choose, <laughs> you can choose what to accept or you can choose how things are going to go for you. And you, you can also choose to accept the situation and then decide what you need to do next. So, and the book, the book is uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so what then we have to start understanding is like the difference between like continually choosing to be happy and choosing to be satisfied and fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Because I think for a lot of us, like we have to understand that highly effective people are not always chasing happiness. In order to chase happiness, you have to have something continually happen that's almost brand new over and over that's the reason why when we go to our favorite restaurant the second time around we kind of notice it wasn't as exciting as the first time yeah right because we can't just choose that first feeling every single time so as effective people as effective business owners as effective students as effective human beings we have to understand that it turns into like finding a way to live a very fulfilled and satisfying life that allows us to be able to function at a high level. Exactly. And for many of us, for many of y'all um, listening to this podcast, something you may struggle with is just that. How can I live a fulfilled life? How can I live a satisfied life? And I feel like people struggle with that because things around them don't seem fulfilling, but, but we fail to see that we can make things fulfilling. 
Mm. You can't depend on your outside influences to to form your feelings. If you base everything off feelings and off everything else is going on, you're never going to make it because bad things happen all the time. They're going to be hiccups all the time. But what are you going to do about it? Sheesh, I should just drop the mic right there and just be like, that's, that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Last facts. Um, absolutely. You have to be able to be able, you have to be able to find that fulfillment inside of you. Outside sources do not ever, ever determine how happy, satisfied, and fulfilled you are. Another thing I want to share that the winners do that we need to start doing is that there has to be that source, that source of grind, that source of want, that source of need, right? Yeah. So let me say this, ambition. Winners have ambition. Winners have tapped into their ambition. And almost everybody, I think everybody has a sense of their ambition, but not everybody has tapped into it. And the problem with that is when you don't tap into your ambition and you ignore it, then that ambition turns into agitation. Huh. And for if, and if you feel like you're not winning, let's be honest, if you feel like you're not winning, here's a problem. Your ambition, you're not, you're not going into it. You're actually settling. You're actually ignoring. So talking about that, living the fulfilled, finding it inside. Why is it that people like will work to make, I don't know, $100,000 per month. And then after they achieve it, they're like, well, it was kind of sweet for the first hour. And now it's empty. It's not as great as I thought it would be. Right. Or people will be like, well, they want to travel the world all the time, but then they keep traveling to new places because every single new place they go, they're not finding what they were looking for. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, because we become so attached to what our outward sources say will fulfill us, we actually start to become scared of what's inside. Because like uh, our good friend Kyle Rice was teaching the other day in our healthcare challenge, he went from a job that made him $115,000 a year to starting a business that made him nothing. And the business that made him nothing is what truly fulfilled him. Now, granted, that business is netting almost half a mil now. Right. But that's only simply because that ambition helped him tap into his purpose. And that's what the winners do. Winners don't focus on the numbers. Winners don't focus on how much money is going to come in. Winners just tend to focus on what they're passionate about. And as a result, subsequently, they just happen to end up making a lot of money. Because they're really passionate about it. Exactly. I feel like. And this could be because of um, who are the generation before us are, is that Gen X or baby boomers? They don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> they kind of put it into your mind when you go into college. You're like, you can't just do what makes you happy. You have to do what makes you money. Man. So like they give you these four career paths that you could do and none mm. of them are really what make you happy or what you're really passionate about so like yeah you're bringing in bank or at least what bank is to them Mm -hmm. but you hate what you're doing you hate going to this class or you hate going to your job you hate your commute nothing about it is making you happy and then that's why you see 
people who are super wealthy still harming themselves mm-hmm. because they're not truly happy. They have not even gone within themselves to, you know, bring out that true inner joy because they're so focused on the outer things, the outer responsibilities, but their biggest responsibility they're ignoring. You're, you're ignoring your mind. You're ignoring your heart. You're ignoring your soul. And that's just not a healthy way. And then when you see people who are truly passionate about stuff, yeah, it's kind of hard in the beginning where you're not bringing in anything. But if you stick to the grind and you're, you're actually pouring into your passion, you can just reap the benefits in the end of what you really need. You know, you know what the big thing is, though? I think a lot of people tend to jump into that. Don't do what makes you happy. Do what gives you money because of fear. Sure. And all fear is, it's a liar. Fear mm-hmm. is a liar and fear just invites the enemy in. Exactly. Hear this. I think one of the worst things, and I say it all the time, but I really think one of the worst things that could happen to me is that I go through all this. I go through life. I get to heaven's gates and God introduces me to the person that I could have been. <laughs> person who reached its full potential not the person who did it for the money not the person who did it for the you know fame not the person who did it for the power no the person who fully tapped into his purpose that paul that is one of my biggest fears but if i get so caught up in doing what makes me money if i get so caught up in doing what makes me famous doing what makes me known then I'm not going to have the opportunity to do that. Now, the op, you know, you know, it's crazy. The other side of that is when we start functioning in our purpose, subsequently, automatically, over time, we actually start to get those things. Sure. But it requires a lot of work. It requires a lot of, you know, sacrifice. It requires a lot of going after it day in and day out. I was thinking about it earlier today where, um, one of the things I was telling Danielle earlier was it's actually so weird making this transition into being a business owner because now it requires a lot of like dead time where I'm just thinking. So like today in particular, I've been at home all day just working on the business and it's weird where I'm like, okay, all morning I was grinding and then giving myself two hours to just kind of relax kick back you know turn on some netflix felt so strange i did not even realize i become so conditioned to having to be outside and constantly working i did not realize i become so conditioned to the point where i know what i'm doing is probably going to be way more successful for us than me going to clock in in anybody's building anybody's business but because i've been so conditioned to trading that time for money trading that sweat equity for money, trading that peace of mind, my body, sacrificing my body so that somebody could pay me pennies, pennies on their dollar. Exactly. So the thought of like sitting at home and generating income from my bed felt so strange. And I, I, and I honestly struggled with it today. I struggled with it today because for the majority of the day, as long as I was doing something, it felt great. But then once I decided to intentionally stop and give myself some breathing room because I can do it, 
I was like, oh, I, I need to do something. And that's a, that's, a, that's a train of thought that I personally have to break myself out of. It's a cycle of stuff where we have to move on from and not get caught up in because that's just not how things work anymore. Everything is going online. Think about it. There are people that purchased their Christmas gifts this past holiday without even leaving their couch. All thanks to some guy named Jeff Bezos. Think about that. We can now get on a lecture across the country about having to be in a classroom. We're starting to move in the direction where all our technology will be connected from our phone to our car, to our refrigerator, to our microwaves, to our TVs. The future is evolving, but if we continue to move in a train of thought where we're still stuck in the 70s, in the 80s, in the 90s, then my friends, your business will not succeed. Because granted, there are some ways to market, but at the same time, you have to understand that the way the world is working, the way the world is moving, we have to start doing what the winners do. We have to start putting ourselves in places where they are. So if that means attending a webinar because you can't be in the same room as Warren Buffett, if that means reading a book, you know, it's crazy. You can learn so much from a book that somebody will take to teach you in a year in a classroom. Sure. And that book would be like $18. That class would be like $5,000. $5, <laughs> what you could learn from the $18 book. The future is changing, y'all. <laughs> but we have to start doing what the winner's doing. That comes in the form of personal development. That comes in the form of meditation. That comes in the form of planning your weeks. That's huge. That's huge. Planning your day. Planning your day. Break it down to the hour. Give yourself intentional breaks in the week. That's how you win. Is there anything else you wanted to add to that? No, you said it all. All right, bet. In that case, we'll catch y'all on the next episode. Peace. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode on Potatoes and Sriracha. Please remember to like, subscribe, and rate. And we'll see you on the next episode. Yay!